the Samba Pod, a place for spicy like sambal conversations. Enjoy! Body dysmorphia. I, I keep on getting this wrong. Body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. Okay, fine. Body dysmorphia. This is... I think body dysmorphia is such a common topic. We talk about it yeah. all the time. Body shaming is like... You know, body shaming is something common. I think... Correct. Especially for those... You know, for Gen Zs and millennials, you know, those who who basically are in social media, you you guys probably... I think a fair, a fair share of us suffer from that. And That's I right. think we all are aware of what is this actually about. But um, instead of having the usual typical um conversations, I want to talk more on how this body dysmorphia thing can actually start. And, you know, is it always good to take care of our looks? Or maybe there are just hmm. times where we should just chill and, you know, be ourselves. So, yeah, let's move on to the first question. Um, Mega, what is body dysmorphia? Okay, so... Body dysmorphia is actually like a mental disorder, like, you know, which you can't stop thinking about your flaws. Uh, You can't stop thinking about how you look. So, you know, people may not even notice those flaws, but a person with uh, this body dysmorphia thing, they might feel embarrassed or anxious. And to the extent that they usually will like avoid being in public because of that. So... Yeah, if, if, if that's how certain things are, then yeah, that is body dysmorphia. Okay, cool. And um, yeah, maybe if when, when I used the word body dysmorphia just now, I wrote, mm. everyone was like, whoa, a big word. What is she talking yeah. about? <laughs> but I think it's a very common thing. It's, um, I think it's as common as, you know, us not wanting to even, you know, not being comfortable in posting our real pictures on social media Correct. and posting everything under the disguise of filters. You know, a lot yes. of us do that. Even I can be guilty of that at times. So We've got filters. Yeah. <laughs> We've got lots and lots of filters and apps, <laughs> which helps you to... I think sometimes mm-hmm. filters are good so if you want to look mm-hmm. confident and stuff, but Correct. I feel that it's wrong to just depend on that solely, you know, and create this fake imagery thinking that you look so horrible and hideous, you know? That's right. That's right. Uh, um, yeah, but um, now we have something um, new. We have the mask to put on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I so all your acne you and that. pimples can... <laughs> all your acne, your pimples can all be, you know, hidden I, behind that mask. <laughs> do you think that's a good thing? I mean, like, do you feel that it helps for those who are genuinely worried about how they look physically? Do you think wearing a mask actually helps? Uh, yeah, yeah, especially for, um, well, because I teach in universities, I've, before this wearing mask became popular because of COVID-19, <laughs> yeah. uh, I used to see students, yeah, because, before it became a trend, uh, I used to see students uh, coming to class with mask, and mm. I used to ask them, like, why are you wearing a mask, and they said that, no, because, miss, I'm wearing, mac- I, 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 I didn't have time to put on my makeup today, so that's why I'm wearing a mask, so why are you wearing a mask, it's okay, you can just remove it it's it doesn't matter if you're not wearing a makeup no no miss i'm not comfortable uh because i'm not wearing my makeup my 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 skin doesn't look very good today uh they give me those kind of things so that's why i'm thinking that maybe now mask is quite effect i mean it's, it's a good thing for those people who can't who doesn't come out without makeup <laughs> oh wow yeah <laughs> I, and i am someone who has never worn makeup before i don't know how to feel about this <laughs> 
Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm almost. I mean, I, I do wear makeup, but I don't wear as much. But mm. yes, there are a lot of people who come out. I mean, they are not comfortable coming out in the public because, uh, they don't feel comfortable, confident, not yeah. without wearing with, a makeup. With bare, with bare face. Wow. Yeah, with bare face. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I, I am a uni student as well. Like what I said earlier, but I've never seen mm. this kind of cases in my campus. I mean, before the pandemic, I've never seen this kind of things though. People wearing a mask because they didn't wear makeup. I mean, I've seen, I've seen kids wearing masks like mm. sometimes when you no, know, when they're not feeling well and stuff. But it's like. It's a very rare sight. I don't see that all the time. So, you know, this is a surprising fact for me. It's not wrong wearing makeup, but it's just that uh, being obsessive, obsessive with it, like without mm-hmm. wearing makeup, you can't see the world uh, now. That that's 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 a problem. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's a problem. I you know uh, that now wearing a makeup, wearing makeup is one thing. But I've had a conversation with a friend who once told me that um, now her, her kid is uh, about eight years old in school. Uh, she's, she has been body shamed because she's, she's a little, she's on the bigger size. Okay. Uh, she's a big, bigger sized girl. So she was body shamed. She was like um, uh, teased. Uh, I'm not sure if she was bullied, but she was just teased mm. about being fat and okay. eating a lot. And this is happening at, at eight years old, primary school. Um, is this among her peers or in a family? Oh, it's, it's among her peers, of her friends. Okay. Okay. Mm. okay. So she was quite disturbed by it and she came and told her mother and uh, they had a conversation about it. And yeah, this was what shared. This was what shared. So I was a bit taken aback. If you ask me, when I was in primary school at eight years old, I didn't know what fat was. I was pretty <laughs> fat. <laughs> <laughs> when I was eight years old, so I—I I mean, I'm—I don't see. I mean, I've never heard people fat. I mean, fat shaming at eight years old. I know at eight years old, right? You know, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a problem, and the fact that you know, it's it's so pre- it's so prevalent. I think in our society, and talking about yes. you know how common this is, let's discuss about the symptoms of body dys- dysmorphia. Actually, okay. So, like, you know, all those uh, examples that I've given just now, so yeah. that is one of, uh, you know, like, when you are not uh, uh, you are not confident enough to go out, you're just so worried about your pimples and scars on your face and you have to wear a mask uh, and all those things. So, basically, you just, uh, you, you believe that you're ugly, mm-hmm. you know, that just because of this minor flaw like you know yeah you have got pimples and that's a common thing and that's fine but you believe in you that you are ugly because of those pimples now that is one of the symptoms mm-hmm. and then um, you know you're constantly asking everybody like you know how do I look how do I look do I look pretty and and just you uh, getting that recognition that you look pretty and th- like you put that as your self-value now that could also be body dysmorphic I mean, you're, you're being body dysmorphic because you are putting a value on what others think of you, of how you look, you know? And mm. then all these, these people uh, who are very, I would say, body conscious, uh, they are usually perfectionist. So, you know, um, they, they tend to, uh, they, they, they can't see any flaw in their body or any parts of their body. Their eyebrows must be perfect skin must be flawless you know uh, mm-hmm. yes so those people who are perfectionists especially when it comes to body uh, yes so 
that person is is probably having a body dysmorphic and you tend to rely on co cosmetic procedures like you know you we've, we've heard I'm not sure if you know, but plastic surgery has become a very common thing these days. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why do you think plastic surgery is very common? Because we have, there's a lot of people who are not happy with how they look. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and everybody wants to look perfect for the world. So, yeah. So these are some of the symptoms. Um, also, you know, um, some of some people have this thing that uh, they believe that other people are looking at them and noticing all their little little flaws that they have and they usually will you know like they have this thing that oh you know they're going to come and tease me they're going to come and mock me that self uh, basically being not confident with themselves and how they look uh, on their look so that is one of the symptom of body dysmorphic uh, yeah so Yes, so those are the symptoms. Okay, you know, we talk about, you know, you highlighted a very interesting part, you know, plastic surgery. Um, mm. A lot of people, I had a conversation about this with, uh, with one of my friends, you know, and we were mm. talking about why is plastic surgery so prevalent among teens. And then mm -hmm. uh, I think it's not... It's not that common yet among teens in Malaysia, but, you know, especially yeah. from those who are from, you know, M40 and T20 mm. kind of families staying on the mm -hmm. urban side who has a little bit of mm -hmm. money to splash on, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So for these kind of people, right, um, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are considering this kind of thing, you know, probably mm. like, you know, tender age of 18, 19, I still feel like those are very young. I know you're still very young and you're considering that, big decision in your life to just like, mm. change you know to change how you look right so mm. uh, I feel uh, so one of my friends said uh, is this because of Korean dramas don't get me wrong mm. into the listeners please don't hate me I am a fan of K-pop I love my own share of Korean dramas as well but I I don't disagree but I'm not completely agreeing with what that what with what my friends have stated as well because I feel that um, I don't think it's only Korean dramas. I think it's because of our mm -hmm. obsession with, you know, with watching these kind Looking. of dramas mm. where all these guys look really good and heavenly and gorgeous and these girls Correct. look like angels who, angels who just, you know, fell from heaven literally. literally. So, yes. yeah. so when, you, when you see things like that and, you know, especially in some of these dramas, I feel like, you know, for girls... Not me, but mm. I know a lot of girls my age love to watch um romance-centered dramas, romantic comedy mm -hmm. kind of dramas, right? So when they mm -hmm. watch things like this and all, I think it gives them this kind of perception, thinking that they yeah. need to look that good or that pretty, you know, in order to get love and in order to basically be accepted by society. Yes. And right. that is a problem. Like, I love my K-dramas and I know how pretty and handsome the guys and girls in there look. Can be, but, yeah. <laughs> but I don't let that affect me, I guess. Because I'm like, no, nah, they're Korean. I mean, I, I feel, for me, it's very simple. I feel that mm -hmm. if you're an actor, it doesn't matter what industry, the Bollywood industry, K-drama, Hollywood, even the Malaysian industry, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're an actor or an actress, I think it is your job to look good. I think that's a part of yeah. the role right you want yes. to good to be on camera yes. and stuff and you know let's let's accept the fact you know sometimes some of us watch this dramas and medias and stuff just as a form of escapism so not everything is reality right 
Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, I understand media is a very big part in, in especially in the life of adolescents, teenagers, and all. It's a very very common thing, right? Netflix is just mm. everywhere. So correct. I understand how how big that thing is in our lives, but you know, we can't let that good looking actor or that super pretty actress to you know to basically just diminish your confidence and you know. I mean, I might be wrong for saying this, but I feel that if that actor and actress or any idol that you basically idolize so much, I don't think they would want you to be so unconfident after looking at them as well, right? I mean, yes. right. I mean, they're all good people, right? So I, I don't think they want that for you as well. <laughs> if everybody's going to look like that, then there's no indi- individuality, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everyone's going to be robots by that point, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Everybody's going to look the same. Everybody's going to have a slim and slender figure. Everybody's going to have straight, way. Everyone's I mean, going to be very fast-skinned because dark skin yeah. is apparently really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everybody is going to look the same. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably be zombies, you know, just clones of the same person yeah it does yes. sound really creepy if you ask me like that you know if that happens in real life it's like wow yeah that would be really creepy but yeah i think people don't realize that right people <laughs> don't realize that exactly we want to look like we we are always not happy with how we are we want to look like the other person you know <laughs> sadly sometimes i think that is a human nature that we probably should change a little yeah you gave me a very interesting thing to talk about human nature do you think Mm. that it is in our human nature to really care about our looks so much or do you think that this is something enforced by our society what do you think okay um human nature to care or society okay so now society does play a role on how we think of how we look definitely Mm. but not entirely because you know why uh yeah society can tell you like uh uh this is how you should look like okay let's just talk about social media the social media is is the kind of society that a lot of people are following right at the moment okay so uh those uh they are telling you how you should look what kind of uh, uh, what waist size you should have how big a muscle you should have okay how tall you should be yeah they're giving you all those kind of uh, uh, sizes and measurements but uh, in real you get to decide what you actually want uh, but again you know human nature comes in and says because we always get this we always make impressions mm. yeah. we always make impressions we like to make impressions and we like it when people uh, compliment us that that is our nature right so what do we do we take on 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 what it is trending at the moment or uh, what is commonly accepted at the moment you know what I mean like yeah. for an example for, for an example um, looking like Kardashian Kardashians are kind of famous these days right <laughs> So I'm not sure they're still famous these days. I mean, like keeping our conditions, the seasons has offended, but yeah. Season season has ended, oh, but, but, but yeah, we still, still have the, the, the hype is still there, right? Okay. So yeah, yeah. we you know we still wanna we I mean they came up with this contouring thing. Uh, 
So yeah, we want to look like we want to look like Kardashians. Oh, you know the men want to look like Vin Diesel. So we've got all these Kardashian and Vin Diesels walking around, you know. And yeah. why? Why are they famous? Why are we? Why are we looking at them? Because we have made an impression. We we have we have the the society the society has created the impression. We have taken it as humans, you know, because that's how yeah. that's our nature, right? But mm-hmm. we though. Though that is an issue, but we get to choose if we want to. Uh, we want to go. We want to go down that part or not. Like just for an example, you just told me that you don't really wear makeup so much. Yeah. And I'm. I'm sure you know Kardashian. I'm sure you know Vin Diesel. <laughs> but you didn't take that. <laughs> you didn't tell yourself I'm gonna look like the next Kardashian, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely did not think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the thing. That's the thing. We uh we have been made to believe that there is a beauty standard that we have to follow. Like, I mean, not everybody, but there's quite a number of people that believe that you know this is the beauty standard we have to follow, and that's of course because it has been planted in our heads, you know, by the society and social media and 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 so on. But we get to choose. We want to do it or not. We want it. We want. We want to be like that or not. We get to choose. It's our body anyway. Nobody's coming and telling you that you have to be like this. We get. We, that is our. That's a choice we can make. You know. Yeah, I get so, that. I get that. Mm, you know, I totally get that. But the thing is, you know, no matter how um, how simple it may sound to talk about how our body is our choice. I think we hear this everywhere. It's all over social media. Like our body is our yeah. choice. We do what we want yeah. and stuff like that. But people mm. still fall into the same trap, into the same mm. toxic cycle. Because I mm. think that even though some people, um, a, a lot of us would try to pretend and say that we don't care about what society thinks of us, at the end of the day, mm. I think we still care. And that is why, whenever, <laughs> you know, whenever something happens or you haven't, event or something people still try to look good i'm not saying looking good is a crime obviously it's good to dress up to look pleasant and stuff especially but being obsessive like. yeah but being obsessive is a yeah. problem but the thing is yeah the thing is right you know people are so obsessed with beauty standards right let's just talk about mm. beauty standards like today i have no mm-hmm. idea what is like the most ideal beauty standards but do let me know from your perspective what do you think <laughs> Beauty Honestly, I like am the, not. What do you think the most beautiful person would probably look like? No, okay, because I, I, I have a totally different view about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe in. I mean, um, yeah, I wearing makeup, uh, dressing up. That's that's not a bad thing. It's a okay. good thing. It's it's yeah. you know it's a self care thing. You feeling good about yourself is is a good thing. Um, but you know, beauty. That is not, I mean, beauty standards, beauty trends changes all the time. You know, one time uh, red lipstick is the trend. Another time nude and made lipsticks are the trend. You know what I mean? These things, things, they change. They change. They they are constantly changing. But one thing that doesn't change is how you perceive yourself. You know, so if you believe that, I mean, that is what beauty standard is for me, how I believe I am beautiful. Think about how tough the cycle can be, you know, to, mm. you know, despite what people are saying, for you to actually believe that you look good, you look decent, you know, even mm. though you cannot, like what you say, be the next Kardashian or the next mm. Song Haikyo 
next um, mm. whoever you know I don't mm, know even mm, these mm. idols are changing every day right we get yes. new people every day so yes yeah I mean like the world is always changing it's so rapid so um, do you feel like you know sometimes our makcik membawang you know uh, mm-hmm. very Malaysian term or for for international listeners you know um, all mm-hmm. our crazy relatives um, disguised as aunties who who disguised, you know, under the nuance of being concerned, would come and tell them, hey girl, <laughs> you've gone fat lah. Yeah. Hey girl, gone dark already. Oh, too short, too tall, and all yeah. sort of nonsense. Do you mm. feel that this just makes the situation even more worse? Okay. They, you know, this this machi mumbawang, or <laughs> yeah, they sure can stab you in your heart with facts and figures. You cannot win them. You cannot win the debate. <laughs> <laughs> for sure okay if if you ever get to talk this to these aunties you will they will definitely say that they care for you and that's why they have to be honest with you because uh they want you to do better in in okay. their terms okay they want you to do better but if you ask me uh i would not okay personally i well even i'm sure lots of everybody is like that you know you don't say something to hurt someone right mm-hmm. especially for those you care for a lot so i if i believe if there's nothing nice to say just don't say it so if you're going to say you've gained so much of weight what's with all those pimples on your face or you know well, they know uh, that right is their body they, they realize that they 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 know but they just have to make the comment because they <laughs> they believe they care for you <laughs> they believe that they care for you but in actual fact it is really you know it is it is like it really pierced to your heart oh my god how can you think of me like that why are you being so mean to me you know that's that's probably what the the mind voices of the receiver who's actually listening to all this um, really nonsense i would say yeah. <laughs> you know like you've you've gone so wow what happened to you wow how come you've gone so fat you know why where did you gain so much weight you know all those things right really <laughs> you i mean i'm pretty sure a lot of people will not say it on your face but yes there are people who will say it and it is really not nice um you know when i i'm i'm a mother of two daughters so uh i used to be quite petite and 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 small framed so but but 5 years ago i had my first kid uh my first daughter and 2 months after i delivered her i had people giving me remarks that you know oi you put on so much weight la uh be- long you before i actually birth. exactly that's just two months after i gave birth so what what do you expect you want me to be like the next miss slim and slender or what but i mean people are yeah people are judgy definitely That, that's what i say human nature we make impressions so those can those remarks made me really sad uh because you know you're supposed to be happy that you 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 actually had a you just had a baby it's a joyous moment right yeah. but um, you know with all these remarks like my my body is recovering and my body is taking its time to 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 uh, lose all the weight but these judgy uh things just make it 
make it worse like you already your your body has gone through a lot of things but mm. it made it all these remarks just make you more stressed mm. so if you ask me if they if it's a good reason for i mean to say that do they really care no <laughs> i don't think so. <laughs> so so you feel that this uh machi so whoever is commenting on this they just don't care they they just don't care they, basically they they made a judgment and they just want to pass it on to you they definitely don't care about you i mean there's a way of saying things how you will never hurt someone like that right yeah. if 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 you would have if, if it's the other way around if you go and tell that machi like how come machi you gone fat you think they will not be offended <laughs> they sure will will be so why pass the same judgment to another person if there's nothing nice to say just don't say it yeah as simple as that i think yeah so true yeah however i i want to talk about i just remember a few days ago i was mm-hmm. in this meeting and then um mm-hmm. i guess i i became kind of close with that with that mm-hmm. friend and then mm-hmm. uh, so this friend told me that you know what you would look so much more prettier if you wear mm-hmm. braces and i was like Ooh, oh okay, okay. Mm-hmm. i i didn't i i like i said i'm not someone who i feel like i don't have the energy to care so much on how i look so mm-hmm. i don't really mm-hmm. care much on things like that and mm-hmm. yeah i i know my teeth is a bit crooked because i had a fall a few years ago and my teeth broke mm-hmm. literally oh, okay. it broke into okay. half <laughs> okay so, okay so, and this happened okay. when i was 10 years old i don't know how terrible okay. i was how naughty i was at 10 but yeah that happened anyway okay. so okay. um so um because of that um Yeah, I mean like I get that my kid is not those perfect looking Colgate models kind of thing, but it mm-hmm. never really affected me, you know. But after mm. after hearing that remark, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, should I consider that? Like should I consider mm. getting braces? You know, okay. you fall into that that thought process. And I feel that like trap. that is the yeah. first trap, you know, the beginning yes. of the trap. Yeah. Correct. Mm. Correct, correct. So, I have a question for you. Why do you feel that you don't I mean, uh you you feel that you 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 it you fell like 10 when you were 10 years old yeah. and you didn't do anything about it but why why how and you're still confident about yourself okay how, how did you do that oh, okay okay <laughs> i mean okay uh one, that? let's get one thing straight my teeth is you know it still looks like human teeth it's not that terrible okay <laughs> mm-hmm. that's one thing okay. and then Uh, okay. The second thing, other than me not being able to chew with my front teeth, because that's the teeth mm-hmm. that actually broke off into half, so I I have feelings now instead of actual teeth. But okay. other than me not being able to eat like how other people eat, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I was ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was ten when it happened. Yeah. And then um, yeah. when when my teeth broke, I had like two Dracula kind of fangs. You know, mm-hmm. which was a okay. bit, which was a bit <laughs> embarrassing at first, and then okay. I dreaded those dentist trips where I need to, you know, wear those feelings and stuff. But now I just got mm-hmm. used to all of this, and yeah, okay. I mean, other than me having to be a bit careful when I bite chicken or you know, hard stuff like mm-hmm. chocolate, I mm-hmm. just feel that you know, I don't know. Maybe okay. I think for me, right, um, mm-hmm. I'm not. Just because I am confident with the way I look, you know, one mm. I don't think I'm yeah. pretty. I I don't think I'm pretty or what. I'm I, I'm aware of my flaws and whatsoever, but I don't really mm-hmm. let that affect me. And I mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know whether this is the correct strategy. But for me, I feel that mm. I have a lot of other insecurities about myself. 
You know, there's so mm. many things that I worry. Like as a student, mm. I constantly worry mm. whether I'm good enough, whether I can get that 4.0 and, you know, mm. and running this initiative. There's obviously other things to worry about as well. You know, being as a host, there's so many other roles I juggle and try to play through. So I feel that mm-hmm. I am actually a very insecure person. I struggle mm-hmm. with a lot of these insecurities and every day it's like a new challenge, a new battle to, you know, get over mm-hmm. 101. So I mm-hmm. know that this, you know, taking care of your body and looking good is a very big thing among peers my age. But once mm-hmm. I realized that I really had all these insecurities and stuff, I think I probably like made up my mind that I'm not going to care so much about this. Like I consciously mm. made the effort that I don't, I'm not going to care so much about this because... This is the only thing that I don't care much about. I care a lot, so many things. And this is probably one thing that I don't care much on. So I'm like, that's the least I can do for myself. You know, for my sanity. Yeah, that's what I do. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. You've got so much, so many things on your plate right now. But uh, caring, I mean, uh, uh, being obsessive with how you look is not your priority. And... I'm guessing it will never be your priority because you've got a lot of things. You've got a lot of things. I mean, I'm, what I mean is being obsessive with how you look, yeah. you know, yeah. like uh, um, um, just like what I said just now, you want to be like the, looking like the next Kardashian, buying, being, being in trend with all the beauty standards. I don't think you would do that. And, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people like you, uh, I mean, outside, yeah. uh, you know, because you've got more other things to think of. You've got other priorities. You're a student and there's a lot of things on your plate. We are humans. We we are not meant to be perfect. It, there's, and there's a beauty in imperfections, you know. What if suddenly someone comes up and asks you like, well, you say there's a beauty in imperfections, but why is that mm. actor or actress is looking so good? What would you say? And come on, they get paid. <laughs> they get paid for how they look. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if any of us get paid for how we look, we will look like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we will all look like angels. Yeah, I mean like, we yeah, will right? all look like angels because the more, the the nicer they look, the 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 you know as as appealing they can look in the in the eye, mm. they're gonna be paid a lot. So, <laughs> so that's that's their motivation, man. Yep, yep. you know. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. So so they gotta look perfect because they are being paid to look perfect. Yeah. I mean, unless your your job based, I mean, you are you really need to look perfect and and stuff like that yes i mean that's not something we can do right mm-hmm. but commonly not everybody is getting paid to look perfect yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> so that's the career they have chosen you know the actors and actresses that's the career they have chosen and uh, i mean if if you chose to be like you chose to be a, a a a host and i chose to be a lecturer so we've got different things that's our that's in on our plates so yeah. those actors and actresses they chose to be um in doing what they are doing mm-hmm. and of course they they will they will do fantastic in their roles but it, appearance is one of the huge thing for them you know it's it's a yeah. huge thing for them they get paid for how they look so yeah so that's why they are like that <laughs> <laughs> okay um okay now i just want to 
go off topic a little, right? Um, mm. you know, for you, uh, like you know, you said people like me. I'm sure there are people like me who are like probably very comfortable, right? I think some of mm. us are very comfortable, and even if I we we might not be confident in other ways, but at least we do we do not um care much about how we look and stuff. We are just comfortable being bathies and stuff like that. And mm. I do understand that in certain places, in uh, certain situations, you need to dress up pleasantly and stuff. There's nothing wrong mm. in being pleasant. But I'm yeah. sure I am not the only one going through this kind of statements where people tell me that, um, why don't you dress up a little bit more? Why don't you wear dresses? Why don't you wear skirts? Like I don't, I don't, I think I'm not a very feminine kind of person. Mm. So I'm okay. always comfortable with you know t-shirt and jeans. You know, just being super mm. basic. You know, mm-hmm. I try. I only make an effort when I need to. But yeah, like I said, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. You know, I'm literally not mm-hmm. a big fan. So um, mm-hmm. you know, I it, it's amazing to see you know those girls making a big effort in dressing up and all. And if you have fun doing that, then you know you do you. But yeah, I'm sure there are people like me, right, who are just like comfortable in in being what they are, in just wearing things what they wear. And then mm-hmm. I think some people accuse us of saying that we don't love ourselves much. So what mm, do you think of okay. that? Like we are really confident with our own self, but do we need to like really make an effort to prove that we are loving ourselves? So yeah. Again, does that uh what does what they say matter? Okay. <laughs> does does what they say matter to you? Like if you are really comfortable with yourself, so you do you. They do them right. They are they're happy. They're having fun, uh, doing all those makeup and dressing up. So. Uh, so you should just do you then because like like what I say there's so many different kind of people in this world right if everybody is going to do the same then there's no diversity (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean human being is going to be a boring race yeah yes everybody I mean that's that's what makes the whole world uh, such right everybody's yeah. have their own personality and and we've 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 each have our own personality and the way we perceive confidence is different for 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 a lot of people wearing makeup probably makes them more confident and for a lot of people wearing no makeup makes them more confident so so why not accept that that diversity why judge on those who don't wear makeup or don't use dress. I mean, I think we should pass that kind of, I mean, we, we, we shouldn't be, I mean, I would say that's being narrow-minded if we cannot accept that people are different in their own ways. Mm, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so to all the friends who are like me, I got your back. You know, just be comfortable being yourselves. Even if you like being yes. in hoodies and not dresses or skirts, it doesn't matter. Okay, just be yourself. <laughs> no, not wearing dresses yes. does not make you less of a girl or a woman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. Um, moving on to the next question. Um. Okay, mm-hmm. you said that it's good to look pleasant, it's good to make an effort, but you know, mm. you know, there's a line, right? We should not be obsessive, right. so there's a limit. So, um, mm. but we have heard statements of, you know, uh, people loving their way and appreciating their flaws, but still wanting to change for the better. So, what do you think of that? Like, for example, for someone who's probably like, a bit fat and they understand mm. that, but they want to change for the better. So, do you think that is okay. at least healthy? Yeah, your thoughts? Loving your flaws, or I mean, so so basically, you're not fixing, but you're 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 loving your flaws, and mm. uh, instead of fixing, okay, so it is definitely a, a very good thing to do. Okay, it, it is. I mean, if you, uh, let's say you you feel that you are overweight, and then mm. 
for health reasons you want to reduce or anything, yeah, of course, go ahead. Okay. Um, change that means which means you're changing for the better. I mean, yeah, being up. You know, if you're unhealthy, that's not a good thing, right? You're being overweight, and uh, you can't you can't go on saying I'm I'm me when it's it's affecting your health, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but but um, uh, the most important thing is um, um, you know, don't don't be too stressed about it. Don't be too stressed. Like, okay, so I, I can only think about one scenario at this moment, being overweight and trying to, you know, uh, reduce weight because it's affecting your health. So so in that scenario, don't be too stressed about it. And taking one step at a time uh, is, is very important because that's allowing your body to, to embrace the changes, okay, and 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 not hurting yourself mentally and physically, it's 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 really necessary. Um, one example, I mean, that I I can personally give is because I, I like I told you earlier, I had two children. I mean, I had two kids, yeah. so dealing with uh, losing my baby weight were, were not easy. Uh, because you know, um, uh, they, the, this there are a lot of hormonal changes, and then the stress of caring for newborns yeah, and, and all these things that is involved. Yeah, like I told you, like this, these people they will pass on this judgmental, I mean, judge, judging comments and all that. But uh, I, um, at the beginning, yes, I'm. I mean, I took it. It wasn't very easy, but mm-hmm. then I, I started reflecting on what I what really mattered at that moment for me. So I took it one I took one step at a time. Um, sometimes I will be able. I mean, I will achieve my goal and then go back to square one. And and I just tell myself, no, that's that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I I don't get. I try not to get stressed, and and I just keep doing what I should be doing to 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 lose my baby weight. Yeah, it took a lot of time, but yeah. I eventually uh, managed to. So the, talking, I mean, based on experience, I feel like um, being, it can be, it can be for any, any other reasons, taking one step at a time and knowing, knowing what you can do uh, is, is very important. Uh, just don't get too stressed because come on, who's, who's behind your wheels? <laughs> Nobody's behind yeah. your back trying to, trying to say, Hey, you know what? <laughs> Lose the 10 kilos in one month. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you be stressed, that's when you, you hurt yourself more. So, uh, yes, change for the better, accept your flaws, but take one step at a time. Just don't, don't get stressed about it. Yeah. And you were sharing your experience, you know, like um, as a new mother and having to go mm. through those comments. Do you feel like actually these kind of comments, which are so-called being concerned and stuff, actually would, you know, or might have the potential to even um, contribute to like postpartum depression, which a lot of new mothers face, right? So what do you yes. think of that? A bit of out topic, yes. but yeah, what do you think? Yes, it does. It, it definitely contributes uh, a huge part to postpartum depression. Um, I, I'll talk based on my experience because okay. um, uh, I, I'm not sure how other mothers have felt, but I'll talk based on my experience. Um, so when I had my first kid, there was a lot of, there, my body was going through a lot of changes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that is to support the baby, right? Yeah. Uh, but I just couldn't accept 
accept the changes. You know, it took me so long to accept it, the changes that at, at certain points I get, I got, I, I get mad mm-hmm. at times because, you know, uh, you, you're looking at your body in the mirror and it's changing so drastically and you can't do anything about it. Mm, I get that. And, and that, at that point, I mean, it took me so long to realize that I was doing something really wrong because uh, I, should, I shouldn't be feeling that way uh, because, you know, I should accept my body's changes, but I wasn't, I wasn't doing that. I was being mad at my body. I was just being mad. And uh, when I had, and then when I delivered the baby and the, ba- the weight, the, I mean, I didn't lose all the weight immediately. So okay. that, and not knowing what to do, and you have gone through so much of changes, I'm telling you, it was so depressing. And uh, yes, I mean, I didn't go to the extent of postpartum depression, but it, I think, I think if, if I didn't change the way I thought or I was mm. thinking at that moment, mm. I definitely would have gone to postpartum depression because I, I mean, I took a step back and I reflected on again, like I told you just now, I reflected on what was more important at that moment. So, and then um, slowly, it, it, I took baby steps to become better. But yes, if I didn't do that, I would have had a postpartum depression. And, so you know that would have actually led to more problems and more heartbreaks for you. Yeah. Yes. 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 And uh, and at, at that point, I mean, uh, passing judgy comments doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So true. So you know. Yeah. Yes. And you know what you said, reflection is a very important thing, right? And you know, it was amazing with the fact that you managed to reflect and you know you managed to catch yourself on guard and you were like, okay, this is wrong. I need to change. You know, I need to yeah. see what I can do. I need to change my mindset. So I feel that sometimes, right, the problem with body dysmorphia is that people, I think a lot of us face it without we actually realizing that we have it. Because I know mm. a lot of yes. us, I think, live in denial. You know, we all want to be yes. perfect, right? So called perfect. Yes. So um, I just want to like uh, basically uh, bunk these four myths of body dysmorphia that you know mm-hmm. that people usually see all the time, and I feel like I get mm-hmm. that a lot around me as well. So basically, mm-hmm. the first thing is body dysmorphia is a type of eating disorder. A lot of people say that. Mm. And so like so, mm. so apparently, if you eat a lot, you get fat. Blah blah blah. So that's the thing. It has nothing to do with eating disorder. You know, you might be the most yeah. slimmest person in the whole wide world, but it's more mm. about, I think it's a it's a mental health disorder. It's basically, you know, it's more, it's specifically a type of anxiety disorder because, you know, it reflects yep. the way you look at yourself. And I think right. anxiety is something a lot of us face. I have my own shares of anxiety as well. Just like I said, mm. not in this topic, but, you know, in other things as well. So, yeah. Um, I think a lot of us are very anxious people nowadays and um, it's good with the fact that we're realizing it and, you know, we're all trying to do something about it. But yeah, mm. maybe these people who are, you know, who are so scared with people looking at their flaws and all, I'm not saying, I'm not, I know I am in no position to diagnose any of y'all with anything, but, you know, it might be good to just go and check, you know, to take a step back and to just check what is actually wrong. And um, the second thing is, this one, I feel like this one, I agree with this so much. People say that body dysmorphia is an extreme expression of vanity. 
Like people always mm-hmm. tell like if let's say you're having body dysmorphia, they're like, no, she's just being super vain, you know, or there's like oh super narcissistic, you know, you're just super in love with yourself. I don't believe in that. I feel like that's crap. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like you can love yourself, you know. It's, it's not, yeah. You know, love yourself however you want to, but loving yourself does not mean that you need to look like this perfect sculpture. I don't know, sculpture ancient Greek god or goddess. I guess. <laughs> So I think like you know a lot uh, there might be a lot of people who actually have body dysmorphia also known as BDD mm-hmm. but they delayed the fact you know they they delayed that um the realization and they don't want to seek for treatment because um I think um some of them maybe have the fear that they're being weighed and I feel like no you're not being yeah. weighed. <laughs> You're not yeah. being weighed. If there's something really wrong, you you really know that you face this kind of things. Then I think it's no, it's never wrong to check, right? What's wrong yes. to check and to do a good thing about it? Even though I know anxiety disorder, a lot of people, a lot of people are still going to say like, ah, oh, mental health is just a myth, blah blah blah. But you know, it's something affecting you. So you know, yes. why not take um the effort to try to see what is wrong with you? I feel like that is never wrong. And Correct. oh, uh, this one. Have you heard of this? I've never heard of this. Uh, people say that body dysmorphia actually goes away when the individual reaches adulthood because usually, um, apparently, oh. it's only adolescents or teenagers who worry about their body so much. What do you think? Oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm pretty sure it's it's not just adolescents and teenagers. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, adults. I mean, at any age, I think. You uh, a lot of people do worry about their their the, the way they look. I mean, uh, I mean, probably, but, um, um, but I guess, uh, yeah, probably not not too many. Maybe the the percentage of uh, the I mean, probably the number of people who worry not too many, mm-hmm. uh, as many as adolescents or teenagers. Um, uh, again, if, if you have more other priorities and you, you because you've, once you've reached adulthood, you, you kind of know how your life is going to be. So okay. probably, probably, probably uh, look, I mean, uh, uh, you looking good or, you know, uh, appearances doesn't really bother you that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is why it, that is probably the reason why you don't have you don't find many people with with body dysmorphic at, at adult adulthood and yeah. more in adolescents and teenagers because adolescents and teenagers are always obsessive about how they look <laughs> Hormon, mm. hormonal you know because changes. of hormonal changes and all that yeah yeah okay okay that's an interesting point and um, the fourth myth is basically saying that, you know, you having plastic surgery or any sort mm. of medical procedure to like change, you know, any features or any, you know, anything in your body would probably, yeah. um, you know, make body dysmorphia go away. But well, in reality, actually, you know, it increases, you know, it doesn't. It just yeah. makes it worse. Yeah. yeah, it makes it worse because, you know, once you've really changed one part, you get obsessed and you, you know, it might even be, an, it might changing. even turn into an obsession towards yes. plastic surgery because you just want yes. to change everything since you know that you have the power to do that right so, yes yeah i mean that that could turn out even more bad you know it then i think it leads to more problems at the end yeah it definitely does i mean uh plastic surgery has I, i'm pretty sure they have their own i mean the, the disadvantages i mean people can come and ask you like probably people will be thinking like i mean so what if i if i get 
plastic surgery. That's that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, that's that's fine. But I mean, I think you have to then work with the negative. I mean, the drawbacks of of plastic surgery. Mm. Uh, I mean, with the injections and and uh, and all the serums that they put in your body. Um, that's that's definitely. I mean, that not that, good. that that has its own side effects on its own. Right. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um. Okay, so this you you said that you no, know, we discussed and we talked about how good it is to to look good, to be pleasant, to be confident in yourself and stuff. You know mm. how dressing up and you know basically investing in looking good can lead to self love, mm. but an mm-hmm. obsession could actually you know lead to body dysmorphia. You know mm. and yeah, uh, lead to just further anxiety. So basically, where do you think the limit? Is. <laughs> you're thinking about how to change uh, your body size day and night uh, you know and it's disrupting your sleep you can't sleep because you're stressed about it mm-hmm. now that is where we draw a line and that is when we know that we are being obsessive I uh, and and of course taking all these um, uh, harmful diets Uh, you know going through all these harmful diets there's so diets. many crazy diet regimes out there lots you know? yeah lots, lots you know I, i mean come on we we are human being we are not robots you know you you uh of course be i mean we should be healthy we should eat healthy food but <laughs> not i mean i i've i've heard a lot of people who who don't eat for for days you know just to make yeah. sure that they are back to their uh, body weights and and so on now that is where we draw our line i mean our body needs fuel to run so so why why stop it from doing what it needs to do so that is where we draw the line that we, when we realize that we can't sleep at night because we're thinking about how to lose our weights or you know how to gain more muscles mm-hmm. you know or you know uh you you and you are taking all these unnecessary pills and products so that is where we draw the line yep okay so yeah i i, I think it's safe to say that once you realize that you know looking at yourself in the mirror anything about your body starts contributing to a certain kind of stress that you get yes. stressed about it every time you look at you look at it i think it's just safe to check you know to just reflect yeah. and check and to really understand what is wrong with you so yeah, yeah. um leaving that to that the last question is going to be is change actually possible like in this world that craves perfection so much everyone mm-hmm. needs to be pretty everyone needs to be mm. gorgeous and handsome do you mm. think that it's you know do you think that you know the change in terms of us accepting all possible body sizes i know there are a lot of people talking about it a lot of people are telling that you know fat is not a sin mm. and stuff some people mm. are you know can do amazing uh workouts and stuff even though they're fat and they're like yeah i i just work out to take care of myself of my health mm-hmm. i'm not interested you know in reducing my body weight and stuff like that we hear mm-hmm. a lot of this kind of comments some of it can even be a bit too extreme for me i don't know do let me know what you think but uh you okay. know especially international accounts and all you might see people posting like naked pictures of their body to show oh, that okay. I, like, like, like I am you know to show that they are proud with all their flabby parts mm. I mean like I, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not an easy decision for them to yeah. do you know it's you know them being super vulnerable in front of camera in front of the whole world mm. looking at it but 
yeah, I still have mixed feelings now. I, I actually feel about that, you know. But, you know, moving, moving on from that, you know, we do know that a lot of people are talking about this. But even though we have conversations about this matter, this is still a very big thing about this, you know, especially when we have tons of beauty filters, you know, I think for a lot of us, it's just way more easier to take that filter and to look a bit more better than, you know, looking at ourselves with the bare face. So mm. what do you think of it? Do you think change is actually possible? Definitely. Like, uh, I mean, definitely change is possible. I think, okay, so referring back to your question. So basically, the question is, are we accepting all kinds of body sizes at the moment? Because for generations, we have known that uh, if you're just talking about body sizes, we we are we have been, you know, uh, brainwashed that being slim is being good. slim and slender is the is is good. You know, yeah. that is the right look that you sh- everyone should be. If you're if you're fatter than that. That means something is wrong with your body. So that has what been brainwashed into ourselves for many generations. But I think we are at in the right generation where people are actually thinking clearly and telling us that, hey, come on, there's so many different body sizes and we should accept. See, um, I'll just give you one example. I think um, the, the very famous Victoria's Secret runaway fashion shows, right? Yeah. Have you heard about it? Yeah. yeah. So they are currently, uh, I've heard that they have changed their zero-sized uh, models to models f- of all sizes. Oh, wow. Uh, I did not know that. Mm. Wow. Okay, that's, yeah. a good, so, that's a good change. Yeah. So their, their models are no longer very, very skinny. So they have all models from different sizes. And um, and like what you say, um, there are many social media influencers who are who are talking about body positivities, uh, and um, talking about being real, uh, and and yeah, at, at one at in at one part we do have all these people who are giving us all these beauty standards to follow, but on the other side we also have uh, all these uh, uh, influencers. And uh, all these initiatives started start being being started by all these big big companies that tell who also tells us that all sizes are beautiful, you know, mm. uh, being curvy is good and and stuff like that. So we are slowly moving into into that direction, definitely. But it it we are still not there yet. I think a lot of uh, adolescents and teenagers are still having the idea that. Uh, uh, one size is the best size. Being mm. slim and slender is the best size. But that is what, I mean, I just want to go off topic a little bit and say okay. that it, it starts at home, I think. Uh, it starts with mothers being very um, positive about their body yeah, and telling their children that, you know, uh, you are beautiful no matter how you look. So when when a lot of children start growing up being confident on how they look and that and they get to realize that all body sizes are should be accepted that is when we'll have we'll have real change in the world where 
everybody will accept we should we should just keep pondering on it like you know hey come on this is a bad thing you shouldn't be doing this don't judge don't have don't make comments you know don't make ridiculous mm-hmm. comments let people be how they want to be and of course being healthy is important too having self care is important too nothing to do with that but um just don't pass uh, uh, bad remarks or be judgmental because we don't know what kind of struggle that the other person is uh, having to be in that position or having those flaws so yeah okay cool to be honest i love conversations like this where i get to giggle and laugh a lot <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so um thank you so much mega for giving your time you know and your no you know your passion to actually talk about this like like you know like what i was just said it's a common issue but until you know until we actually see a positive response to this yep. i think you know it's still safe to keep on talking and talking until whoever you know whoever whoever aunties i really hope aunties listen in you know by no podcasting is not a very big thing but i really hope you know i can see a middle aged auntie or uncle listening into this and just realize that you know what i should not say that the next time i go yeah. to my nieces or <laughs> even my daughter or son or to whoever's houses you know to realize yeah. that this is a bad thing so to end this up right to wrap this up mm-hmm. um yeah mega i would like your last words your last words to yeah, any sure. aunties and uncles what do you want to tell them about this issue well aunties and uncles well i know you love your nieces and nephews very much but you passing comments and remarks like that will not make them i mean will not shower it's not the way you shower your love um make them feel comfortable and and just encourage them to do better but do not say things right on their face because it's definitely going to make it worse <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yes. Let's just not see things right in their face. It makes it. It really makes it worse. I mean, like it really makes it worse. Yes. That they definitely realize that if that person has a new pimple, that person definitely realize that you know it doesn't definitely. You know, it doesn't yeah. give some sort of you know encouragement or goodness to just point that fact out. So yeah, no, it doesn't. Just... <laughs> it's so, not because you're you're not passing the judgments. It's not because you you doesn't re- definitely doesn't transfer the meaning that you love them. It's just going to make them feel worse, and they're going to probably hate you, hate seeing you again. So don't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They're probably going to hate seeing you again. So yeah, you know, let's just stop this. You know, let's just stop this nonsense culture of yes, you know, kononyo being very concerned on. Yeah, so we're just going to leave it on that. Um thank you yeah. so much guys and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. You can say bye too. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>